Hey folks, it's your old pal Harley R. Paget here with another episode of Grit and Glitter. This week I'm joined by friend of the show, Lindsay Reagan, because this week we are talking to two of the superheroes of WOW, Women of Wrestling. We don't know anybody who's a bigger WOW fan than Lindsay, so we thought she had to come back to join me to talk to Raylan, aka Chantilly Shella, and Ruby Rays, aka Reina Del Rey. They talk about how they got cast on WOW, working with David McLean, working with AJ Mendez, and about the backstage atmosphere. This is, in my opinion, a must listen episode. So, uh, good job. You already clicked the play button and everything. You're already good to go. Let's do this. <laughs> Oh, we love Lindsay. We love her. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think it's important to hype this sort of thing up. People do it for everywhere else, so why not wow? Absolutely. Yeah. All about the female empowerment, right? 100%. Yeah. Well, and we've uh, so Ruby and Raylan, we've wanted to have you both on the show for a while, but we always like to have a specific topic to kind of talk about that way we're not just asking the same questions like where did you train who are your dream opponents oh my god I hate those questions (laughs) I I don't do a lot of podcasts because I don't like answering the same questions I'm like you that info is everywhere you know do do some research yeah it's on a website (laughs) so when the new season of wow premiered we were like oh this is perfect we can talk about the new season of wow that's a nice topic to discuss and then we thought hey it was really cool to have both of them on at the same time they can share their experiences and kind of talk about that back and forth and so when we asked I didn't even realize that you two had teamed together in the past we've known each other for a while I feel in like I think we're very two very different wrestlers for a while so we both have very different experiences so I think it, it is a good mixture of people to have on a call <laughs> Yeah, I've known Ray. Like, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I don't even remember when we met. I it had to have been before 2017. I think I moved I to California in 2016. So yeah. Yeah, there you go. So we met then, and I think like at first we were just talking over social media, and then I think we finally met. I don't remember exactly where, but I remember like I think we might have wrestled. I'm not sure, but I know we instantly liked each other. I feel like you. You might have hit me up before you came to California. Like, hey, I'm going to be I wrestling. I did. Like, You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Now they think about it. I hit up people from the California area to see, like, where to train, who, where I want to wrestle, stuff like that. So I was going yeah, to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then you, you, you got a hold of me 
then I got you on that really random show out in the middle of nowhere against <laughs> me because I needed an opponent. And then, yeah, we just clicked there. We did. The first show, like, I moved there, I think, like, October 1st of 2016. And the first show I did was Sabotage. So I met, like, almost everyone I'm friends with now <laughs> on that show. <laughs> Everybody was there. Like, there was so many, so many, like, really good female wrestlers were on that show. A, a lot of girls that are still around, still wrestling and still making the waves. A lot of them top dogs. <laughs> yeah. Raylan, you've been with WoW for over five years now, right? Yeah, actually, when I moved there, I want to say 2016, um, I was doing an independent show. I want to say it was Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and uh, Dan Masters was the ring announcer. Uh, he just recently passed away, unfortunately, but he was the one that gave me the contact information for WoW, and then he told them about me. So I did a couple of their – at that point, they – um did these Friday night fights at this hotel. I want to say, oh my gosh, Seaport Hotel in um, Long Beach. And at that time I was living in Orange County. So I made the drive up and I had a match against Malay Hasaka. And they yeah. they uh, <laughs> they messaged me again about, I think, like a month later. And I did another match. And it was against Steffi Slays and Keita Rush. And I knew they were getting ready to film a pilot. And I was, like, excited about that. I'm like, oh, hopefully they like me. And I didn't hear anything until, like, literally five <laughs> days before. Five days before I get a phone call and they're sending, <laughs> oh, you'll get a kick out of this. They're sending um, Samantha Smart to my house to get measurements for my costume. <laughs> and sending me to a salon to get my hair colored purple. So, it's like, it happened quick. Stay ready, kids. <laughs> that, that stays. I would say that sounds. That sounds very much, very much like what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's a very wild thing to do. Is very. Oh, okay. We're gonna do this now. We're going here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much to unpack there. But okay. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Ruby, how did you end up uh, getting cast on Wow? Actually, it was because of one. Of, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but one of the girls there hit me up and she said, Hey, they're looking for this type. And I said, they should get you. And I was like, Oh, okay. And next thing you know, literally within the next half hour, David McLean called me and had like a good hour and a half talk with oh, me. It's and by at least the end, an hour. <laughs> yeah. It was like an hour and a half talk with me. Just, you know, this, mind you, this is before I believe before David's ever even met me. Um, had a whole discussion with me about what it is to work with them and stuff like that. And then by the end, like I was pretty much in. So <laughs> that's, it's all because of this one, this one girl who's already on that actually threw my name out there and got me on. And then I went to the training center and I was supposed to be in a tag team originally, but they decided oh, really? that I needed Were you? Yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to, it was supposed to be me and Chainsaw on a tag team originally. And um, okay. when I went to the training center, they saw me wrestling. And they're like, no, no, no. We want you to be single. So I was like, all right, let's let's go for that. So I think I like you better you as a singles wrestler anyways. Yeah, no I, really like <laughs> <laughs> I love tag team wrestling. I also like singles wrestling, though. So, you know, put me anywhere, wherever. It's fine. <laughs> I feel the same way. Baby face heel. I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'm going to have a great yeah. time doing it. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, that's the point, right? To have fun. Like, let's have fun and make some make some cool stuff. And maybe make a little bit of money. 
That would also be nice. (laughs) (laughs) How familiar were you with Glow and the old seasons of WoW or either or before you started with them? I'm super like I am super duper duper familiar with Glow because those girls were my childhood idols growing up. So literally as a kid, like as an itty bitty baby, (laughs) I idolized like Hollywood and Vine and like a bunch of these girls that were on the original the original Glow that was like the late 80s early 90s glow and I absolutely love them I can tell you for a fact I watched the show the day the episode aired that they went off air and I was literally like looking at my brother going well what does that mean does that mean they're done are they gonna have more episodes like I I was I was like a sad girl that day (laughs) but yeah these girls are um actually they the glow girls were my idols and I was fortunate enough to actually work with them later in life too and now it's it's just amazing seeing like how it's come full circle and now I have like some of the glow girls are my friends I've worked with them they send me pictures of me doing wow and it's just like that's just like a mind blown like full circle sort of scenario and it's amazing as far as the old wow though the only um incarnation I knew wasn't the early 2000s it was like about the time Ray Ray Lynn started with them so I knew like you know how Havoc was on there Hazard was on there Jungle Girl mm-hmm. obviously uh, Rayland, but the early 2000s, wow, <clears throat> I'm not too familiar with. I I know some of it, but I'm not really too familiar with that part. I actually found someone on YouTube that had all of it uploaded and the pay-per-view. I started watching the pay-per-view a little bit last night. Bobby Heenan does commentary on it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. For me, I actually did not grow up watching wrestling at all so I wasn't (laughs) familiar with glow I mean I had heard of it but I wasn't familiar with it I was familiar with um wow because I went to OVW and Jesse Jones was at OVW so it was one of the first female promotions I had heard of whenever I started wrestling even though I knew so little about wrestling um but since she was a part of it I kind of got to see what she was doing and I was like oh that'd be really cool to do here in SoCal like I knew Hudson Envy and them were part of WoW, but for me as an independent wrestler, I I didn't really actually see a whole lot of it because they weren't doing like on air stuff at that time, right, Ray? I don't think so. No, um, from what I remember, like I know Jesse would fly out and she was always talking about flying out to LA, but I don't remember ever seeing any of these matches. Yeah, like I think they did some stuff at the Olympic Auditorium and stuff like that, but I didn't like. Visually, I didn't actually see any of it. I just knew about it from, like, Hudson Envy, who was on there as Spike, and a couple of the other girls, like Christina Von Erie and stuff. Yeah, like, they were all on it. But I, it, Oh, and Santana and everyone like that. But I just don't yeah. remember. I don't know what they actually did with that. As long as, like, the pilot that I was a part of, I've never seen that match ever. I don't know if it was just used to, like, sell the show or I don't know. I don't know if that's what all that was that they were filming. It was just to yeah. sell the show to, like, a bigger network. Yeah, I mean, they were on Axis shortly after, so probably. And that's what I would, well, no, I want to say we shot the pilot in, like, 2016, 2017, but I don't think we went back to film until 2018, so it was, like, a whole year, year and a half before we actually started filming. So that's why I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they used it to sell it, but it, I, I guess we know how this works, though, because it took a while for the CBS thing to happen, so feels take a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you've both already put in all these years, 
on the indies building the names Ruby Rays and Ray Lynn. And then all of a sudden you're in this company and okay, now you're Raina Del Rey and Chantilly Chella. And you got different characters, you've got different looks, one of you has to dye your hair purple. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like a fun challenge? Like, hey, getting to try take on this new personality, try something different, or is it difficult? Is it is there a process of unlearning your usual mannerisms or your usual ticks on on promos, things like that? This is such a good question. It's a really good question. I wish people would ask this kind of stuff more often. Okay, so who I am in WoW is so close to who I am on the independent scene, which is also very close to who I am as a person. So for me, it, it isn't like a huge thing. And like I, Raylan can attest, I am kind of like the, the tougher mentality. Um, when you meet me in person, yeah, I'm a sweetheart too, but you know, don't test my gangsta here. A hundred percent. Yeah, but. And, you know, and the stories that I tell in WoW are all 100% true stories. Like everything that I've gone through in my life, I get to tell it WoW and tell my story in a way that, you know, you don't really get to tell in the indies so much. But my characters like Ruby Rays is like the Chingona, the equal opportunity ass kicker. I think the biggest difference between the indies and WoW is that WoW dives more into the story of exactly who I am. And on the indies, I wrestle a ton of guys. And obviously, I don't wrestle one guy at WoW. Not one. <laughs> yeah. For once. I really do love this question because it was something I had to think about before, you know, signing the contract. Like, I've worked really hard for years on building up this brand, building up who Raylan is. And am I okay with having a different character name? And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is a challenge for me. And like she's saying, like, our characters are still, whereas I'm not really, I'm not going to festivals because I can't afford that. I've been a wrestler for all these years. <laughs> I um, I still do enjoy that kind of music and I would love to go to one. But I am a very, like, bubbly, fun person. So I am very much that character to a sense. But I'm also from Pittsburgh. I'm not, I'm not from uh, the fields of Coachella. And that's okay. Like, I it, I get to be a different person, and I really enjoy that. Are you sure you're not from Indio? Because, you know, I'm from <laughs> Indio. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not from Indio. That's just a joke we have going. <laughs> With you, there was, a, um, there was a fan that was really upset that they said that I was from Indio, California. She's like, I'm real protective of Indio. I'm like, wrestlers have been from, like, all different kinds of places all the time. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> known, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Ray, you don't go to, like, a ton of raves back in Pittsburgh? Actually, I do like to go to, like, DJ parties. They are a lot of fun. They have a lot of really cool, like, light-up shows and stuff like that. And I do go to those. I enjoy them. But I don't get to go to, like, festivals are, like, really expensive. And they I'm are. never off on weekends, ever. David McLean can't, like, bankroll it for method acting? I, you know what? I've asked a million times. So maybe... <laughs> Maybe um, maybe this is throwing them under a bus enough to get me the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm fired. Either way. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> well, Actually, high risk, high reward. <laughs> we were um, out there last year, April, and Coachella was going on. And I literally, like, I have text messages I could show you. I would text David every day. Hey, so Coachella, question mark. And he would just go, oh, Chantilly. <laughs> Sorry, it just makes me crack up because I'm like reading it in his voice every time. 
No, he definitely has that sort of personality. He cracks me up too. Like him on commentary. He's um, such a fun person. He really is. He's a trip. I want to <laughs> see a biopic on him. I'm nominating Bob Odenkirk and I'm telling everyone. Now I'm telling both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. My grandma has a crush okay. on him. Like, <laughs> so, and my grandma and my mom actually came out to see the first round of tapings. And my grandma was like, can I meet David? Can I meet David? I'm like, no, grandpa. Grand, like, no. <laughs> That's she amazing. met him. Oh, she snuck around and she met him. She has pictures with him. <laughs> <laughs> she had to make it happen. Like, let's find the light. light in into DM. Yeah. Like, get your grandma out of his DM. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> I will say the one thing about us, like being, you know, going from Ruby to Raina, Raylan to uh, Chantilly is that there's almost no keeping the two separate online. Like people find out who you are really quick on the, like if you're on WoW, people find out who you are on the Indies like super quick. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say, I mean, for a while, like I, it was funny. People would be like, I just realized that you're both these characters. The purple hair really threw me (laughs) off. I'm like, really though? (laughs) We do all the same moves too. It's weird. (laughs) you know i don't know if you saw so i was on twitter and like right when the show was coming out for this the 2019 when the 2019 show was airing before we got into the new season like literally i posted i was like wow this girl looks super familiar and people are like oh wait who's that who's that i'm like you guys seriously (laughs) yeah no some people really don't get it (laughs) i've been having a hard time keeping my account straight yesterday i posted a picture of my dog on the wrong account (laughs) <laughs> just take your dog to wow <laughs> i would if i could he'd be a superhero to you he would he could go hang out with debbie oh debbie harry <laughs> so you both took on new characters but people like holiday and malia hasaka are the same people they are everywhere else and then there are roles like the disciplinarian and ice cold that have been portrayed by multiple people how do they decide or who stays themselves and who takes on new identities? I don't know. We kind of do. <laughs> well, I feel like we kind of do. Because yeah. maybe, Ray, you could chime in on this, too. Like, I feel like I had a ton of input on who I was at WoW, and it's because it's literally me. Uh, so, like, when it came to, for instance, names, I got to input suggestions, and they chose what they liked. You know, when it comes to... Most of that I got to say, but I think I feel like if something matched your character, such as Ice Cold, Ice Cold literally is Ice Cold. She's a diver. She's from Maine. She's from, you know, yeah. she has this big background that makes her so similar that they she was able to inherit that name. And it, it works. I think sometimes they are like looking for a particular because they do casting calls for this. So certain characters, mm. they are looking for a particular wrestler to fill that character. Yeah, a particular person. So like some of the people that are like rebranded, is that the word I want to use? I don't know. Those are people mm. that they were looking for. I had zero input on my name and character, but David did a Google search on me. I'm pretty sure because um, he's like, oh, purple <laughs> lipstick, purple hair. I um, that looked like the summer before I moved to California. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think he did a Google search and was like, oh, I love that. I want to see that. So um, whereas I didn't have input, I'm pretty sure he looked up a little bit about me and then that's how he decided he wanted my character because it was a picture of me wearing like a tie-dye like band tee 
and I had purple hair and purple lips, lipstick on, and he was like, that's the character. I'm like, okay, let's <laughs> run with it. <laughs> that's really interesting. It's like he just kind of, like, wrote this whole story about what he assumed your personality was. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> just going to go with it. Where, But I know that there are people more like Princess Ozzy and Reina, like, they do... I think they had a little bit more input on it, but I, I don't mind that I got Chantilly Chill. At first, I thought it was silly, but I kind of love it now because mm-hmm. it's super campy. It's great. Yeah, the entire show is fantastic in that regard. <laughs> but like if you were getting cast now, he'd look at your photos of you with your dog and be like, okay, so she runs a dog adoption agency. <laughs> She's from Kansas. <laughs> be like I Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing you uh, wrestling as Dorothy. <laughs> um, but I will say that when we came back that for this round, I did get the the call for, again, and because I'm at the beach so much, I'm because I I'm a bodyboarder. I'm at the beach a lot. He asked if I wanted to go that direction with my character, and I chose not to because I, I love who I am and. That is a facet of me, but I feel like what I am and who I represent right now is it's it's good for representation, in my opinion. Absolutely. Okay. I agree with that for you. In the season before, you were Venomous, and now you're Reina Del Rey. Was there any sort of, like, transition with that? Like, that's pretty much the same character, right? It's pretty much the same character, but it, they, they're pulling me more out of the gothy realm because I was a lot more gothy because my character, Venomous, was supposed to be from the toxic underground. And so yes. that was like a more darker, gothier. And now they allowed me to be more like of myself, more just, you know, Southern California, hard ass chick, you know, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. OK, that's cool. So the, the big news this season, of course, was AJ Mendez, producer, commentator, joining the team. What's that been like? I know, Ray, you said that you didn't really grow up on WOW or GLOW, but I'm sure you're both well familiar with AJ Lee's time in WWE. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I definitely knew who she was. <laughs> yeah. I don't, th- I don't think you could be in wrestling without knowing who she is, honestly. <laughs> you definitely, like, even though I didn't watch wrestling growing up, like, I've went back and I've watched wrestling. And I've watched a lot of wrestling now. Actually, AJ was a really... I started nine, ten years ago, and she, that's whenever, like, her and Paige were having the magic, like, um, I think that's when Paige won the belt, and, like, they started the whole revolution kind of thing, so AJ was a very big part of when I first started wrestling, so that's who I was watching every Monday night. She's really great, like, I've had some one-on-one talks with her, uh, her being a smaller wrestler, me being a smaller wrestler, wrestler, like, she has a lot of knowledge. she's been around she knows the business and she's really good about like supporting women not only in the wrestling aspect but like there are girls that want to do other things with their life too and she's like there to give advice and stuff for that too I'm not gonna name names but a girl I was rooming with was having some like oh do I want to keep wrestling I'm kind of feeling like I want to do this and I know AJ had a long talk with her about like what it is like to move on and be more on the creative side of wrestling and stuff like that. So I know that she's there giving girls advice. So we kind of touched on this a little bit. Wow has a really strong, like kind of brand image, like from the light, the voice in the ring, the ring ropes, the lighting and the overall presentation. Uh, What kind of gimmick match would you want to see in wow? Maybe a purple kendo stick on a pole or a classic (laughs) China Jarrett housekeeping match. 
Oh, wow. Uh, what do you want to do? Because you're like, that's your, that's right up your alley. <laughs> I've, I, I've already. Mm, Don't give anything away. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I can't, I can't, I can't really talk oh, about that. Part. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I, what I would like to see. Yeah, just edit that out. Um, <laughs> so what I would like to see is maybe something that you don't see girls do too often. Maybe like the lumberjack match you know where if they get thrown out the mm-hmm. ring you know get thrown back in the ring maybe a dog collar match i don't know well i'd like i'd like i'd, I'd probably oh, that's, like if, that's perfect if for Raylan's new dog character <laughs> <laughs> like if, if we're gonna if we're gonna be people that are like ushering in a new era of women's wrestling like i feel like we should also try to stand out and like if we do those sort of matches give them matches that they don't see often like I feel like there are some matches that you see females do a lot more than others so let's see maybe we could break into the others category maybe I don't know maybe a TLC match have when was the last time I was just thinking that because like I yeah. I've never done like a ladders match ever I've done some like yeah. more hardcore stuff I've never done a ladders match in my career Wow's never had a cage yeah, like cage, cage matches. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I would like to do all the things. <laughs> yeah. I hope you get to. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any former WoW roster members that you would love to see return in the future, like wrestlers that have left or old characters you'd like to see recast? I mean, I want Sassy Massey to come back, but... I do miss I her. I love Sassy Massey. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let me start crying now. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I loved her. I loved wrestling with her too. She's great. She's so knowledgeable. Yeah. I don't think um, enough people give her credit for that. Yeah, no, she's super, super knowledgeable and super she she under she understands that she's small. She yep. understands like the size differences and everything. She's amazing. I think for me, one that I would like to see that she's not here, but I I loved having her here was um, Kelly Ray and she was back in 2019. She was here as the surfer chick and I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she, she was a sweet girl. girl. Yeah. Good crew in 2019. Yeah. I was just thinking about a lot more people. <laughs> a lot more I'm people like, just came to mind. Damn. I'm like, uh, we had fire and adrenaline. We had, Willow. yeah. Eye candy was her name. We had a oh. crew. What is Havoc, Hayden's Havoc, name? Because Barbie, Havoc, Nevaeh, Emily, yeah. the governor's daughter. Um, I really like the Dixie Darlings too. I felt like the Dixie Darlings had something great going on. Oh my god, they were and they were like really, really fun to have in the locker room too. Oh, totally, totally love them. I love a good twin gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're gonna love this new season. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm eating it up. <laughs> See, I feel like the Dixie Darlings, though, they were like super, super twins. Because you got, right now we have the Tonga twins and we got the Carlson twins. And, uh, or Miami mm-hmm. Sweet Heat. And I could, obviously you could tell Sweet Heat apart. I could tell the Tonga twins apart. But with the Dixie Darlings, there was no way I could ever tell them apart. I just knew that there was one that I would talk to more than the other. That's all. <laughs> but they were they, hard they, to they tell were apart. Like, yeah. Definitely. I have a hard time with the Tonga twins and I lived with them for a month. I got the Tonga twins. That one's that one's I feel like that one's pretty easy because um when they talk, their their mouths make different shapes. Okay. Like um I just started paying attention to the tattoos. Oh, I didn't even think about the tattoos. I was looking at their 
both looked at their faces. Okay. <laughs> when, I don't know. Like, like they have different teeth. So when they talk, they, they talk, make different shapes with their mouth. So that's, that's what I picked up on. Dixies, I couldn't tell you left or right. No, they looked a lot alike. Reina, our premiere episode of the season saw you laying out WoW champion, the Beast. I assume we're going to get a title match at some point. Is there uh, any indication when that might happen? Literally just watch the previews right now. <laughs> the previews that will be coming up soon. <laughs> like, we're on week five, right? We just aired episode five. So like, if you tune into social media this Thursday, you'll see the previews of stuff that's coming up. So that'll be answered very soon. Yeah, because honestly, we don't even know half the time when we're up. Because like, I mean, we did this back in May. All right, and in that regard, uh, Ray, when what do we think is uh, Chantilly going to get up to this season? I don't know. <laughs> A whole lot of matches. <laughs> yeah, we just saw her um, up the disciplinarian, but I assume we've got some more fun in store. A hundred percent more sure. fun. <laughs> I'm just stoked to see what happens. We're stoked uh, to see what happens oh, too. Um, <laughs> no, we really are. You there's a lot of things we don't start know. Thinking? We don't know until we see a lot of the things because we don't get to see the whole storyline until it's on TV. So it's oh, cool yeah. to see. Yeah, there's um, a lot. There's a lot of things they're watching, and I'm like, oh wait, this is wait what? Oh, oh. Yeah, so, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun to follow. It's just like, oh, I'm so used to having that entire season to binge. That week by week stuff kills me. Um. Are you ex- do like the the premise of like touring like other locations other than LA? Is that exciting to you? Like maybe could it be like a touring thing? Literally with WoW, I feel like lit- anything is possible at any mm-hmm. given point, and mm-hmm. we we'll, and we literally will not find out about it until a week before. <laughs> right. And I do remember them putting up things like right before the pandemic, like there was talk of a live tour. Yeah, before the pandemic, that was a thing. We It was on social media, like, asking yeah. what cities that you would like to see us in. Because mm-hmm. that was going to be a thing, and then pandemic. And so, yeah. I mean, I think it would be really cool, but as long as um, I get to see my dog still. I feel like you being away from your dog for that long would be rough. Like, if you did it, like, tour style, like, yeah, tours, like, that would be hard. I know. As it is right now, when you guys come over here, you guys are gone from your houses so long, like... That's, yeah, I, I can't even imagine what that's like. It's okay. Like the first time was hardest because that was the longest I was out there. But then I kept making my trip shorter and shorter. Because it was like a month and a half you guys were out here the first time. Yeah, that was rough. And it yeah. was really hard to go back to regular life. Like you're used to someone feeding you and driving you everywhere. And then you got to go home and cook and drive. That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tape the entire season at one and? And one go, or are you flying back and forth? Flying back and forth for like mo- like two like two three four times. It was junctures? it was a lot. Um, this it was hard. Uh, I'm a barber. A lot of my clients were like pissed at me this summer. Lost a lot of clients, but hopefully you know it pays off. And they're like, oh look, that's my barber on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were definitely stoked though. Like when you talk to people from uh, just like everyday life, like family, friends, like, they all seem to be, like, super stoked for me, and I'm sure it's the exact same way with you, Raylan, like, you know a bunch of people, too, outside of wrestling, like, so 
I feel like that's cool, but there's also those huge chunks of times where it's literally like you're kind of dead to the world. It's it's almost like you're sequestered. A hundred percent. Like, cause when we're in the bubble, we're in the bubble. It's like, we're not seeing people. I'm not really answering my phone. I'm not really doing anything, but like focusing on work. We all live together. We're all yeah. training hard, training hard. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, but I, I really hope it like shows and I hope like people get behind it. Like we're only in week five and I just feel like it's nowhere but up from here. Oh yeah. I think it definitely, I think it definitely goes up from here because right now what's being shown is what we shot back in May. And that was like yeah. the first round for a lot of these girls for like, like I, Oh, their first matches. Yeah. Yeah. These are their first matches. And like, it just, every time it just gets better and better. It, and I think it you're just going to really see an did. in quality. Yeah. It really got better every time. And I just, I think that's a crazy thing too. Um, these girls, like a lot of indie wrestlers, when they have their first match or their first match on TV, they've been around for a while. These girls are literally been wrestling for three months. They're having their first matches on television. So like kudos to them. There's some badasses. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. really awesome. Yeah, definitely. And they go through and like, it's, there's no shortcuts. Like, I, I almost got nearly offended because online I saw someone, oh, they're just a bunch of models and actresses and stuff. It's like, okay, number one, it doesn't matter what they were before. Right now, they're a professional wrestler. And let me tell you mm-hmm. about the schedule because these girls are training literally like five days a week. Like there's no resting on their laurels. They're in there and they're putting in the work. So, you know, to just sit there and say, oh, they're just a bunch of models or actresses. I mean, I think that's complete bullshit. Like, I think that irritates now. me because, like, how many people drop out of it? How many people do the audition, make it, and then don't make it? These are the girls yeah. that hung around. These are the girls that kept going to training. These are the girls that push themselves and want to get better. Like, I love those girls. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And honestly, some of that's more tenacity than you saw in the indies, too, because if you think 100. about all the indies and how many people – like don't go to training five days a week. How many people hardly go to training like two days a week, one day a week, but these girls are out there training like five days a week, you know, no problem. Do you guys see any like promising young women coming up? And on our show? Yeah. Like she was having candy crush, Foxy fears, Mm -hmm. um, ice cold, um, Mm -hmm. Tiki. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Coach, coach, coach Coach is is amazing. I feel like, so Tiki is, like, super fearless, and I love that about her. Like, she's just in there. She's fearless. I feel like the same she thing about Ice Cold, too. She will try anything. Yeah. I love Foxy, and I think Foxy, um, I think she's great now. I think in time she's going to be amazing. And the great thing about Foxy is that she's so young, and she's got all these natural athletic abilities. Like, she does stuff in the ring that, you know, you don't see many female wrestlers doing, like, off the bat, like, off the cuff just because she's so athletic. And same thing with Ice Cold, same thing with, you know, most of these girls. But, yeah, they're, whew. Yeah, whew. I think Which, more time, more training, more matches, they're going to be, I mean, they're already doing amazing, so. That's so good to hear. I love that. <laughs> That's what the show kind of emanates to, like, beneath the silliness, there's such, like, a genuine, like, love for athleticism and wrestling, and I love it. <laughs> And I think the thing is, like, we are a sisterhood for sure. Like, there's, I don't know, 45 of us. And I would mm-hmm. say that I get along with all 45 girls. Yeah. Now that now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, I, I'd hang out with any one of them. 
Yeah, obviously I got the girls that I hang out with. Yeah, I have the girls that I hang out with more, but I would literally like if someone said like, hey, you want to go to Universal Studios? All right, let's go. Yeah, we all have each other's back and pretty awesome. It definitely is a sisterhood. Lindsay, you made the point last time you were on our show that WOW is almost like one of the only wrestling shows in all of North America that's sort of not presented or written for the male gaze specifically. Yes, yes. I I almost kind of noticed that, too, um, just comparing the old product to the new one, too. Like, the commentary is so respectful and, like, as far as wrestling is concerned. It's really nice. I watched a documentary the other day about, like, um, directors in Hollywood and how everything is directed from the male eye. Like, everything you watch is coming mm-hmm. from a male point of view. So it is really cool to have so many females on this show and like I don't know it's cool like you said um I think I saw something that we have the most female viewership mm-hmm. we do we do out of um all the all the wrestling shows we have the largest female viewership like our largest percentage that's but I, really cool and inspiring yeah mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing like so my main goal in wrestling and you could go ahead and knock me for this is I always wanted to be a glow girl like that was me. Like and now being on WoW, this is like basically this is it. I'm I'm literally living my dream and this was my goal in wrestling. So to know mm-hmm. that we're out there and that there's younger girls watching the way I watched when I was a kid, I think that's fan freaking tastic. And the other thing too, like Raylan Raylan was touching on it right now, is that at WoW, you will find women in charge at every level. So from wrestlers to the corporate side, to Genie Bus, to the social media, to like editing. There's 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 women at every level in WoW. So you always get at least some of that influence too. And also there is a huge orphan door policy where we are allowed to get input if mm-hmm. there is something about us or something that we notice in the company that we don't like that we're allowed to speak up about it. I, I love that, too, because they really do listen to us. I remember having a problem. I went to someone with it, and it was fixed immediately. Some things get over, like, I think it was just an oversight. It was nothing like someone trying to be malicious. But that's, like, the great thing about it is if there's a problem, we do come together. We have, like, team meetings. Yeah. And, and, we, there's, and we fix them. Yeah. And there is, like, there's never been in my opinion, nothing that I've seen or nothing that I've heard, nothing that's happened with me, there's never been a repercussion for saying that you're not okay with something or that you're uncomfortable with something. Like, it's very much, they want you to be comfortable. They want you to feel respected. So that is, like, one of the things I think is, like, so great about this company. All right. So, Ruby Rays, where can people find and support and follow you online? Uh, I make it really easy for everybody. You can find me under pretty much every and all social media under the name Razor Pops. That's R-A-Z-E-R-P-O-P-S. And if you want to follow my wow stuff too, it's wow underscore Raina Del Rey, R-E-I-N-A-D-E-L-R-E-Y. I felt like you were questioning that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe a little. (laughs) That's future WOW champion Raina Del Rey right there. <laughs> and Raylan, where can people find you? So we'll start with the Chantilly accounts because they're easier. It's WOW underscore Chantilly. That's C-H-A-N-T-I-L-Y. Um, and then my Raylan account is 
On Instagram, it's RayStar5. And on Twitter, it's Ray underscore Lynn. R-A-Y underscore L-Y. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Your Echo Heart. You can follow Lindsay at Lindsay Reagan. That's L I N D S A Y R A E G U N. And you can support the show Twitter, Instagram, or Patreon. Grit, Glitter Pod. If you support us on Patreon, you get bonus podcasts, you get episodes of the Grit and Glitter Archives, old episodes from three years ago that nobody has heard since they originally aired. On the processing torch, flooded with ads. No ads this time. That's exciting. And all your money goes to keeping the lights on at Grid and Glitter headquarters and supporting our favorite independent women's wrestling promotions. Next week on the show, we are joined once again by our other good friend, Kristen Ashley. Kristen will be joining Emily and me to talk about this year's PWI women's 150 if you like lists if you like data if you like ranking this is the show for you because chris and i are both obsessed women's wrestling statisticians and emily fear is also going to be here along for the ride